Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. My name is Michael, and I have got a lesson today about taking a break. Have a rest. You've earned it. You deserve it, don't you? So, this is another lesson that I got from an idea that I did in a recent group class at the start of the year, and. I think it was an interesting one. It was actually the first group class of 2023, and I think it's nice to talk about when it's appropriate to take a break. When should we have a rest, right? So I'm going to be talking all about that today. And by the way, if you do want to try one of these lessons out for yourself, we meet every Friday. Sometimes it's a small class. Sometimes it's a huge class. We've had classes of. Four or five people before, and we've had classes of like twenty people before. But one thing I always make sure is to do lots of small breakout group activities. So even if we have a group of like twenty, we go into small groups of like three people, say two or three people, and we have a lot of chances to talk and discuss, use the language, talk with me as well if you want to. It's a lot of fun. Really enjoy it. So that is available for members at Level Up English. So if you want to learn more, you want to see what that's like, click the link or tap the link in the podcast description, or go to levelupenglish.school and then click on the members button at the top of the page. Lots going on at membership this year. Go over there to find out what we've got coming up, and I will announce on the podcast as always. When new things are released, it's as you know, it's my favorite thing to do. I love this project so much. I'm really grateful to those of you who do come over there. It helps support the podcast, of course, but also it is great to see you learning with me there. But I also want to give a quick、uh, thank you to you guys. So anyone who's listening, you do not have to support me like that. Listening to this podcast is enough. Even sharing it with your friends, leaving a review, any of those things, I cannot thank you enough.、So、thank you to everyone. So, why talk about having a break? Why is having a break a good thing? Well, in episode sixty-seven, many moons ago, that means many days ago, many episodes ago, I spoke about taking a break from English. So, if you want to. Hear more specifically about the benefits of resting from English studies. If you're burnt out, you're feeling demotivated, then that could be a good episode for you. Sixty-seven. I might sound a bit different, a bit more awkward, perhaps, but or maybe less awkward. I don't know. But go back and listen if you want. Today in this episode, I'm going to be talking more generally about the benefits of taking a break. So it's a good time because it's still the beginning of the year. Many of us have come back from a holiday break. It's you know we're still I don't know I guess we're already prepared for the year by now. But there's many breaks that we take: weekends, holidays, festivals, and other things coming up. So 
I think there are many benefits to taking a break. One example that I gave in last week's private podcast was taking a break from, say, coffee or alcohol or work even. So to give my own experience, I well, I stopped drinking alcohol uh, right before the pandemic, which who knows how long ago that was now. Like, <laughs> uh, I was like... Four years? Is that really four years? As you know, time has gone very weird since the pandemic, right? Time feels weird these days. I think it's been about four years now. Yes, four years almost exactly uh, since I stopped drinking alcohol. And it's been amazing. My life is much better. I feel healthier. I spend less money as well. This may not be a problem for you, maybe depending on your country as well. I know some of you don't even have it in your country, but it's a big, big problem in the UK. Many people drink too much alcohol all the time, every day sometimes, and it's not seen as a problem. But for me, I was very happy to give it up. I never wanted to go back. I did have some fun when I was younger, but let's leave it there. Leave it back then. And caffeine, I gave up drinking coffee uh, last year, a few months ago. And it was an experiment to see how I feel. I wanted not to have yellow stained teeth. I wanted to feel like I wasn't addicted to coffee. You know, when I went traveling, I would always have to find coffee before I got crazy or got a headache. These days, I'm much more relaxed. My energy is consistent. It doesn't go up and down so much. But I still have coffee sometimes. Like if I go out with a friend, I might get a coffee very occasionally, and that's fine. I enjoy it. But for me, I think taking a break allows you to really appreciate the thing you're taking a break from. And I guess it's also a distinction in relationships, right? Maybe it's a bit different, but there's these two good phrases. We have to break up with someone. If you break up, it's you stop being say, boyfriend and girlfriend. You're no longer in a relationship. It's permanent, final. If you take a break or you go on a break, it's more temporary. You might know this phrase if you've seen Friends of Ross and Rachel, that TV show. If you go on a break, it's, you know, you have some time independently to, to think about things. Maybe you will break up afterwards, or maybe you realize how important you are together, right? And I think this is a huge benefit of spending time alone. If you're always with your partner, in my opinion, you never miss them. I think it's nice to miss people. So go traveling alone, take a weekend by yourself somewhere and obviously explain to your partner why you're doing that. I think it's very important to have that communication. But having that distance creates more appreciation for what you are apart from. We have this saying in English, which is distance makes the heart grow fonder. I think that's right. So basically, you love someone or something more if you're apart from them because you appreciate what you missed, right? 
A good example for me is work. I always take two weeks off at Christmas. I think it's very important for me to have a break right before Christmas and not work until New Year's, after New Year. So it's usually two weeks or so I have a break. For me, it's so, so important because for many reasons, it's nice to have a rest, but also it's a nice time to spend reflecting and planning on the year ahead. And finally, I often really miss my work. And I find if you're working every day, you never have the chance to miss it, right? So sometimes by the second week, I'll, I can't wait to work it. I can't wait to make more podcasts. I can't wait to do more lessons again. And when I get back, I feel happy and excited. And it also makes me really grateful for what I do. So whatever you do, I'm sure you can find some way to do that, have a holiday, and maybe you'll realize what you like about it. If there's nothing you like, maybe it's a good time to make a change as well. So again, I did a lesson on this uh, at the start of the year. I mentioned in the lesson some benefits of taking a break, which I found on the internet. So one of these benefits was having breaks can stop you getting decision fatigue. And I underlined this word fatigue because it it may be hard to pronounce. It's spelt a bit weirdly. It's F-A-T-I-G-U-E. It looks a bit like fatigue, really, but we pronounce it fatigue. Fatigue is kind of like exhaustion, tiredness, right? If you have a break, you don't get fatigued. But this is about decision fatigue. So decision fatigue is when you make too many decisions in your day and then you just turn off. You cannot do any more, right? So what do I do? Do I do this one or this one? Too many choices. Shutting down like a robot. So take a break, go for a walk, close your eyes, do some meditation, play some video games, whatever you like. And that helps you avoid having this burnout with decision fatigue. One benefit, I think. Another one, quite obvious maybe, breaks restore motivation for goals. It's the start of the year. If you have some goals for this year, having a break from certain things gives you more motivation. Maybe I spoke about in episode 67, If you have a break for a few days, a week from learning English, you may feel more motivated to keep going afterwards, right? You realize why you're doing it in the first place. That's a good tip. The final thing I've put here is breaks can help you remember things more easily. Because do you ever have that? You might be going for a walk, you might be in the shower, and you remember things like where you left your keys. You remember things that you forgot before. So allowing your mind to switch off, kind of paradoxically, ironically, things start coming back to you when you turn your mind off, right? It's like when you have forgotten what you want to say in a conversation, the moment you stop thinking about it, it comes back to you. So give your mind time to relax. The information will find 
its way to your head somehow like magic. So yeah, I think there's definitely many benefits of, of doing that. In the lesson, in the group class, we looked at different expressions related to this topic. And what we did is we looked at the expressions and then we used them in a conversation. So I think I'm going to do that with you guys. It's a bit more one-sided, but let's learn some expressions now. And then I'll ask you some questions that you can think about for yourself. The first one is so useful. I like this one. This is stuck in a rut. I am stuck in a rut in my life. A rut, I will warn you, is not super useful. This word is not like useful, so don't worry about it too much. If you must know, imagine a car is driving through a muddy field. It leaves kind of a shape where the tires go and they press down into the mud, right? That kind of gully, that hole, if you like, that's called a rut, right? So imagine it's going to rain soon. If it rains, the rut will fill with water. The rut fills up with water because water goes down to the lowest point. If you're stuck in a rut, imagine you're driving your car and you cannot get out of that rut because it's the lowest point. It's very difficult. So you're going down this this road, but you want to be on the dry area, but you're stuck in the rut. When we talk about people, it means you're trapped in a boring and unchanging pattern in your life. So... I explained the field analogy to make it easier to understand. If it doesn't help, then just forget about it. Just worry about the meaning now. If every day is the same, you wake up, you go to bed, you wake up, work, sleep, wake up, work, sleep. Really boring, right? You're stuck in a rut. So that is not a good thing. If you are stuck in a rut, what should you do? What advice can we give for that? So my best advice would be try to book a trip. It can be an exciting holiday abroad, or perhaps it can just be two days, a weekend, going to a nearby village, a nearby city, somewhere else, a new environment. That's a good tip. Maybe getting a new hobby. Uh, I am really desperate to try some new hobbies. This summer, I want to do paddleboarding. I cannot wait. It's just a bit too cold now. And I also have to buy a paddleboard. It's a bit expensive. So that's my plan. But I'm really excited for that. And I think if I do find myself in a rut, that will help for sure. The next expression I had was to be dragged kicking and screaming. Dragged kicking and screaming. This is a common phrase. And imagine you have, maybe you do, you have a son or a daughter and it's the first day of school. Taking them to school was very hard, isn't it? You're going, come on, time to go to school. Like, no, I don't want to go to school. And you're dragging them. You're pulling them maybe by their arm or something. Come Come on, come to school. And they're screaming, they're kicking. So that's what this means. You're dragging them, kicking and screaming. We use this, but it doesn't always mean literally. It's more of like a metaphor. So it means 
someone is really reluctant to do something. They do not want to do it. So it's really hard to make them do that thing. Maybe you can think of a time you have had to be dragged somewhere kicking and screaming, or maybe somewhere you would be, for example. So, for example, I might have to go out and get some food in a minute, but it's cold, it's windy, I don't want to go. So, if you make me go, I'll be dragged kicking and screaming. You know, I don't want to go to that thing. So, maybe if you say you're going to buy me some nice food, okay, maybe maybe more um, more appealing now, I can do that thing. It's a good expression. The next one is a phrasal verb, and this is to wind up, to wind up. Like, you are winding me up. What do you think that means? This really means to annoy someone or cause stress to someone. You're tightening this imaginary rope in their mind, like winding up, making a big knot in your head. In the passive voice, this would be to be wound up, to be wound up. So we can say, I am wound up by noisy neighbours. Ah, stop talking. I'm really wound up by my noisy neighbours. I mean, honestly, I'm probably the noisy neighbour now. Why is he talking in his house so loud? So maybe it's me. So I am winding up my neighbours. If you do get wound up by something, this is why it's so important to take a break. And a really good way to take a break if you're wound up is to unwind. This is really just the opposite. You might be able to guess to unwind is a verb and it means to relax after a stressful time or maybe a busy time. So you're untying that knot in your head, making it flat, calm, peaceful, happy, you know? You're unwinding. I love to unwind by playing video games and I plan to do that tonight. I really... I'm excited already. It's the morning, but I'm still excited to unwind with some games. Um, Going for a walk is a nice way to unwind. It doesn't have to be resting or sleeping. Maybe you could even exercise. For many people, exercise is a nice way to unwind, especially if you have a very mental job. You You have to do lots of thinking at your work. So to unwind is a nice way to have a break, to unwind. It's more advanced word, really, than break, isn't it? I've got two more now I want to share. One of them, if you do not have a break, if you do not rest, you risk burning out. You risk burning out. To burn out is to become too stressed with something and you're kind of unable to continue. If you work all the time with no breaks, you will burn out. So everyone needs rest. Everyone needs a break. Keep that in mind. Are you close to burning out now? If so, take a break. It's not worth your mental health. Please take a break. The last one is what you might do after you burn out, uh, after you get stressed. And this is to recharge your batteries. You can say batteries. I would normally say batteries, two syllables, right? I think that's common, at least in the UK from what I hear. 
batteries, recharge your batteries. So this is just like a phone, you charge your phone, people need charging too. We need something to get our energy back. To recharge your batteries, it could be sleep again, or it could be more active. I need to recharge my batteries, let me go meet a friend for some coffee. Having some time to socialize, get some coffee, is a nice way to recharge, get your energy back. But yeah, often it will be about rest, taking a break. Let me know in the comments answers to some of these questions. I wanna know what you would advise people to do if they get stuck in a rut. What would you advise in that case? Maybe you could also let me know if there's any place in which you would have to be dragged kicking and screaming. Is there a place that you really don't want to go? Think about where that could be for you. Let us know as well something that really winds you up, something that really annoys you. What is that? And if that thing does annoy you, what would you like to do to unwind and to relax? I wonder as well, have you ever burnt out before? Have you ever burnt out from your work or your studies? And if so, what is a good way to recharge your batteries? Did you do anything at that time to recharge after you burnt out? Answer these questions in the comments. It's good for practice and it's good for making me happy because I like to see your comments as well. But I think we'll leave it there today. That is most of my lesson done and it was a good lesson. I enjoyed it and I hope this episode went well as well. I've got one review I want to quickly say thank you to from Neverbet in Turkey. And they said, Hi, I listened to your podcast for the very first time. I live in Turkey and I've been taking English classes. My last lesson was about shopping. And after I attended my English lesson, I listened to your shopping episode randomly. Oh, cool. What a coincidence. When I listened to your podcast, I realized how similar it was and it really helped me to strengthen what I learned. Thank you for your contribution. I will stay tuned. I've just learned stay tuned, so I'm not sure if I can use it in this context. You can, perfect. I think normally the radio podcast host would say stay tuned, which means keep listening, right? It's a very old expression for radio. But yeah, you can also say it as well, like I will stay tuned, means I will keep listening. So yeah, perfect use, well done. And thank you very much, I never bet, for your kind review. I'm really glad you found my podcast and I hope you enjoy the future episodes as well. That's kind of you. Let's end with a quote from Dale Carnegie today. Famous author, lots of quotes from him. So, to prevent fatigue and worry... The first rule is rest often. Rest before you get tired. I like this one. Important thing there. Rest before you get tired. Don't get tired, then rest. Have a rest first. I'm going to try my best to follow this advice myself. We'll see how it goes. But I'll leave it here for now. I hope to see some of you on the private podcast episode this Friday for members. 
Otherwise, see the rest of you next week. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. See you later. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.